Casey Joyner from The Athletic joins me now to take a look at the Eagles and the Cowboys. Casey, man, we can go in so many directions as we start this conversation off. Um, Let's start with the Eagles offense and get your thoughts. When you look at this Eagles offense, there has been some murmurs in the locker room, not creative enough. They don't, uh, they're very predictable. Are you watching an offense that is not creative and very predictable? Uh, watching an offense, again, <clears throat> we mentioned before, I, I wish they'd be more creative, more predictable in some ways, at least to just run the ball. There's all sorts of creativity you can use in the running game that I don't think they've been using. I think they'll Collinsworth hit it on the head last night during the contest that they've been playing, they've had so many plays and they've been working, they've had so, they've so much wear and tear on them over the past few weeks, it's catching up to them. The thing is, if you have that sort of situation where you're getting that many plays, one way you can keep yourself from having as many plays is, I don't know, run the ball and <laughs> stop the run and really try and slow the game down, a la, you know, the old Parcells Giants and such. So I really think the Eagles need to concentrate on getting some rest, getting back up to speed and starting to run the ball more because what we saw last night, I think, was a team that could move the ball on occasion. But, yeah, I, I do think that's some predictability, but I still think it's fatigue as we're on this team now as much as anything. Yeah, our, uh, you know, we were looking at this earlier in the show, Casey. Uh, the Eagles actually averaged more yards per play than Dallas did. So does that say, yeah, this Eagles offense isn't as bad as it appeared. The turnovers are something that, you know, if they didn't turn the ball over, are you looking at a different game? Not sure, because yeah, they they're more uh, uh, you know they were better on a per play basis, but they gave up 13.6 yards per vertical pass attempt last night. That's just way unacceptable. It's not just the turnovers that are costing this team, and and Eagles got 9.1 yards per vertical pass play, which is yeah, it's an okay number. It's not great. You you can you can live with it, but you'd like to get more, especially we know they completed three passes. So uh, it's one of those things where I, I think that the turnovers are a part of it, but it's uh, again a situation where I think that they needed to they need to they need to keep stop trying to get into situations like this where uh, if you've got a team like the Cowboys. Right now, the Eagles, you don't need to be trying to match them in a shootout. There were times when you guys could do that, but shootouts are 50-50 props, and that's not your cup of tea. So I still think the Eagles got to just uh, start to slow things back down. Uh, Casey Joyner uh, from The Athletic. And don't forget, uh, he has an article at The Athletic that offers all types of advance for fantasy managers headed to the playoffs. Check it out, uh, the fantasy football section at The Athletic. We're looking at uh, all the things that went wrong in the Eagles game last night. You mentioned, you know, the vertical pass. Are the Eagles too reliant on the vertical pass? Do they try to take too many shots down the field? The funny thing is, last night they only tried nine of those passes, and again they were I mean, look at they were behind what ten nothing at the end of the first quarter. They were behind twenty four six at halftime. That they couldn't try more vertical passes in some cases might be a, a bit of a concern. And the funny they, they funneled four of their passes to Brown and four to Smith. But again, they, four vertical targets to Brown and only one completion for twenty four yards. Four to Smith only one completion for thirty yards. No vertical attempts at the tight end. Uh, Zacchaeus had the other vertical attempt. They just it, it's all funneling through those guys. And I just think that they, uh, I don't think that, and, and Braden Manning had one of the completions too, by the way, vertical passes, hurts is two of eight for 54 yards, 6.8 yards per attempt. So I don't think they've been able to get uh, vertical pass enough, but I also think that once they started to fall behind, when you're behind 24, six and a half, then they're, I think coaches get away from the ground game too often in the NFL. If they fall behind 3 nothing. they, oh, my gosh, we got to start throwing the ball. But when you're down 24-6, you pretty much only can throw the ball. And I think that last night when they, they got in that predictable situation, predictable down the distance and such, I think it was just uh, uh, the game went south from there. 
Yeah, Casey, uh, obviously this team has not run the ball well for a while now. This is not this is a team that you, know, you go back to week three and four, Minnesota, I think they ran the ball against Minnesota and Tampa Bay almost 90 times in the two games and just absolutely it looked like a college football team just pounding teams. When you watch this team run the ball, do they have a rhyme or reason when they run the football? I don't think they do. And you met, we talked about it early in the year, too, is that they're, they're missing a power back. Most teams, you see this frequently in the NFL, you want to have a power back and a speed back. It's not just a third down back you, you want to do that because there are different types of plays that you want to run different types of ways. If you're trying to run outside zone or wide zone, you really want a speed back to be able to go hit that play and get upfield. I mean, you know, outside zone is really an off-tackle play, but you still want to be able to bounce the ball and get to the perimeter. <clears throat> they have guys who can necessarily do that, but if you're trying to go inside, if you're trying to run counter and power and dart and you're trying to run things of that nature, you'd really like a, a, a big bully back to be able to go in there and, and smash some yardage out. I don't think they have that guy, so I think it, lim- it limits what they do, and I think they're probably too reliant on zone-style plays because they don't have a back who can hit as hard inside, and I think that's that's limited what they could do, and I think as teams have understood this, they're defensing the Eagles accordingly. All right, uh, big picture, Casey Joyner. Offensive problem or fixable? Uh, I think it's fixable. Uh, it, it, look, the, when you look at who they played the past four weeks, Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Cowboys. Niners and Cowboys may have two of the best defense in the league. The Chiefs have been a top ten defense at least this year, and sometimes played a top five defense. And the, the, they, you know, the Eagles put up 185 rush yards and 378 total yards against the Bills, so they'll be okay. You're talking the Seahawks, Giants, Cardinals, and Giants down the stretch. Those are teams that you should be able to get things going. I still think you want to be able to go, we're going to lean on the run, we want to win these games, but we don't want to be able to lean on the run during a playoffs because I let just me, don't think me, they're a pass-happy team to go anywhere. Well, let me ask you this. you got Jalen Hurts, an MVP candidate. you got A.J. Brown. you got Devonta Smith. you got Dallas Goddard. You got one of the best offensive line in football. Why shouldn't this team be able to throw the ball and score points? <laughs> because if you try and be a pass happy team, you, you, you need to be. Bobby Bowden said, I mentioned this uh, multiple times throughout the year. Bobby Bowden said that for, I mean, he had Florida State, he could have anything he wanted. He decided, he knew though, he said this publicly too, that you can either be a great running team and a good passing team or a great passing team and a good running team. You can't be great at both. He had as much talent as anybody in the in college football, and yet he knew he could only do that. You have to have an identity. I think the Eagles' identity needs to be the running game, and I think they were that way earlier this year, and they switched to the passing game, and you don't want to be switching things midstream. I think they just need to get back to, to saying counterpunching is what. You've got these guys for vertical passes, fine, counterpunch. The Washington Redskins won Super Bowl saying we're going to be a power team, we're going to be a pass team, we're going to run the ball a ton, and then we're going to throw off of that. So I think that's what they need to do. Don't get so pass happy because you've got a team that can run it, and a lot of teams in the NFL can't do that. Okay, uh, let's go to their defense. So what are some of the problems there? So many things that have been coming up throughout the course of the day, Casey. Secondary, are you looking at aging corners? Are they not good at linebacker? Are they not good at safety? Their pass rush, do they not have enough athleticism? You know, when you lose two games in a row the way you did against the teams you do, everything comes out. When you watch their defense play right now, what are some of the problems? Because this hasn't been one week or two. This has been brewing that the defense has had a lot of issues. No, they, 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 I think losing, having Blankenship hurt, I think that hurt because it's starting to really cause some problems. You know, now they're getting down a couple of safeties. But look, well, you look at the coverage measures for Bradbury and Slay and Roby and Byard you know, over the last few games. If you look at even coming into this contest, those, the coverage metrics have been fine as far as individual metrics and such. They've been good. Eagles haven't been very good at covering the tight end. And, and they, you know, they, Ferguson beat him for a couple of plays last night. They've been just decent against vertical passes. It's not the passing game that's the problem. It's the running game that's the problem because – 
I mean, look what they've done the last four weeks. They've allowed over 600 yards on the ground. I mean, that's just, that's insane to allow over 600. And I know part of it is, okay, these teams get ahead and then they're running. That's not the entire reason that they're doing it. When you get the Chiefs, in you know, week 10, 11, 11, you get the Chiefs 168 yards on the ground. They're not running the ball. Andy Reid doesn't want to run the ball. And you give a buck 68 against them, buck 73 against the Bills, who are good but not great running backs. I mean, this is a problem for them. It's four weeks in a row. And it's one of those things where I think they just need to say, concentrate entirely. Because defense coordinators will tell you, if a team can run the ball on you, it's their worst nightmare. It's not getting beat vertically. It's their worst nightmare getting beat in the ground. They're stopping vertical passes, not the ground game. I think they need to go all out and say, we've got to stop the run one way or the other. All right. Defense fixable or don't have the personnel? Uh, I'll put it this way. Over the next four weeks, fixable. Postseason, eh, I'm not so sure. I think they just don't have the personnel for it. But I think they've got the personnel to be able to do what they need to do over the next four weeks and clinch the division. I still think they should. They can do that and get the number one seed. I think they can do all that. But I think uh, I think they've got problems to where in the playoffs. They need, if you're Sirianni, you need to be thinking, we need to win these next four games. But you better be thinking about what your game plan is going to be when you get to the postseason. Because if you keep trying to use this game plan that you've been using the past few weeks, it's not going to work. You'll be one and done. All right, Casey joined from The Athletic with what's wrong with the Eagles. We'll, of course, continue to look at that throughout the course of the week and moving on. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.